My name is Julian Chambliss. I'm a professor of English and History at Michigan State University, as well as a core faculty in the Critical Diversities in a Digital Age Initiative. I also serve on the Academics Committee for the Zoya Hurston Festival as one of the national planners for the event. I will be your host for this episode of Everyton's Got to Confess. The purpose of the podcast series is to explore issues facing communities of color globally by listening to the voices of attendees at the Zoya Hurston Festival of the Arts and Humanities. Founded by the Association to Preserve Inville Community, the Zora Festival has an educational aim. Since its founding, the festival has celebrated the life and work of Zoya Hurston, commemorated the historic significance of Edenville, Florida, and honored the global cultural contributions made by people of African ancestry. Every Tongue Got to Confess is a podcast designed to document the dynamic discussions about education, enterprise, institution, and activism intrinsic to the ideology that founded Eatonville and shaped its most famous daughter. This production is a joint project among the Association to Preserve Eatonville Community, Rollins College's Africa and African American Studies program, and the Department of History at the University of Central Florida. Public history graduate student Holly Baker sat down with Jasmine Reese in Eatonville, Florida. In the interview, she talks with Holly about growing up in Eatonville and carrying on the community's legacy through community-based projects. Let's listen to their conversation. Could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Sure, I'm Jasmine Reese, the neighborhood coordinator for the historic town of Eatonville, also Eatonville native. What brought you to the Zora Neale Hurston Festival of the Arts and Humanities this year? Other than it being a historic festival, um, I'm from there, so it's always in my nature to support things that are going on in my town. And I always look forward to see what new things Miss NY has in store for us. (laughs) What was it like growing up in Eatonville? Well, truthfully, my mom was pretty strict and she never let me outside of the house. Um, um, I grew up right on Kennedy. Um, So I could never leave like the gates of my grandmother's uh, front yard. Um, But but it was great growing up in Eatonville. um, Whenever my mom did let me go outside, um, you know, I have a lot of family members in town. So, you know, I always felt protected. And and, um, you know, the history was very prevalent. The elders would inform us all the time. And that's how I came to know about the history and, and just fell in love with the fact that I'm from the first municipality founded by African-Americans. Um, I took hold of that history and knowledge and it just held really tightly to it. Um, I was always proud and, and honored to be from Meatonville. So I shared it every chance that I could, um, going to Lake Sibilia, Maitland Middle, and then Edgewater, even in college. So yeah, it, it was great. What do you do in your job as the neighborhood coordinator of Eatonville? I'm the neighborhood coordinator under the Community Redevelopment Agency. Uh, We work to reduce slum and blight in town. Specifically, I work with the residents in assisting them with filling out the application for our grants. And I'm basically a liaison between the residents and the, the staff. Nice. Do your future plans or ambitions include Eatonville? 
yes, they, they do. And they always have. Even as a child with all of the big dreams that I had, one of them was always to come back to Eatonville and help out any way possible, whether that was being the mayor or on town council, um, just always returning back to Eatonville in whatever capacity God allows. How do you regard the legacy of Eatonville, do you think? Our rich history will always be part of our legacy. I see Eatonville as a, a hub for African Americans to come and start their family, to lay roots, to find a community that will support them and elevate them. Eatonville has developed into a place where African Americans can come and be inspired to be more and better. What might your role be in the legacy of Eatonville, do you think? I know my role will be preserving the history and the spirit of Eatonville, whether that's instilling in the youth now that pride and courage to stand up for what's right, or future development that is bringing more people into Eatonville because of its rich history. I hope to be an example for Eatonville natives, especially the youth, that you don't have to move away in order to prosper. Eatonville does provide. Is there anything that you'd like to add uh, before our interview concludes? I'd like to see our young people get inspired and passionate about their town. It's a legacy that only we can preserve Get involved in your neighborhood, whether that's volunteering or organizing a community cleanup. The town is but so big, so any dream or idea is not impossible. Thank you for being with me today and of for course. talking to me. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Every Town Got to Confess podcast. Holly Baker and I produced this podcast with support from the UCF Department of History and the African and African American Studies Program at Rollins College. Be sure to find the rest of the episodes by searching for us online and subscribing to us on iTunes.